Zish Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. This Bites is brought to you by Society Insurance. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest-running culinary podcast. We're your host, Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine, a food writer and critic for Milwaukee Magazine, and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect, the first... This bites of the new year 2022. Feels like it's still 2020. <laughs> I know, doesn't it? Uh, Happy New Year, Anne. Hope you had a good uh, holiday season. I did, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> the way things are, are right now. But yeah, it was nice. It was very quiet. And uh, yeah, I, it was nice. Thank you. Did you go outside and like go crazy and do snow angels and, you know, on New Year's Eve? No, but no. when I was growing up, we used to get out, go out on the back porch or the front porch, whatever, one of the porches, and bang pots and pans. That was our that was our New Year's Eve tradition. Um, but I didn't do that this year. No. Oh. What you I do? think I was asleep before midnight, actually. Oh, yeah. Me- Not well, very exciting, but. Oh, yeah. I hung out with a couple of friends. It was quiet. I had a I had a, a flower girl in flame. They had a lobster pizza, which was amazing. I, I saw your post about that, Tariq. So good, was it? Okay. Yeah. But anyway, I want to get started. Uh, new year, uh, new food, new stuff. But you have a new issue, Milwaukee Magazine issue, January issue. Yeah. yeah. And you want to talk about a, a story that's uh, it's available in the issue now. It's not online yet, but it's the Battle of Big Boys. Elaborate. Yeah. Right. So um, Milwaukee, longtime Milwaukeeans may remember a restaurant called Big Boy, which used to have a number of locations in the Milwaukee area. Long story short is those restaurants do not exist anymore. But um, about a year ago, uh, the first Wisconsin Big Boy location to open in 26 years opened in Germantown. And um, that's called Wisconsin Big Boy. And I thought it would be interesting to look at their iconic Big Boy burger, which is a burger that's similar to the McDonald's Big Mac, but mm-hmm. it preceded it in time because the Big Mac didn't come out till the 1960s and Big Boy was doing their burger in the 1930s. Oh. So I thought, yeah. So, so Mickey D's kind of did some, uh, yeah, kind of trademark infringement there. Eh? Well, they don't, they don't, they call theirs the Big Mac, and this is the mm. Big Boy. So, mm. I don't, I don't know about any kind of trademark infringement. Sounds like, a, sounds like a big conspiracy. It does sound like a big conspiracy. But anyway, I wanted to see if that Wisconsin Big Boy was as good as it used to be because when I was a kid. I remember going to Big Boy and having that that burger and being like, wow, this thing is like the best thing I've ever had in my life. A Big Mac couldn't, I mean, like a Big Mac couldn't hold a candle to this. Um, but also knowing that, the, that there are people that are very reminiscent about this burger. There are other versions of it available in town, Tariq. So for instance, down at the St. Kate Hotel, which is owned by Marcus Corporation, they have a version in their restaurant Aria, which they call the classic big boy. And I decided to put them head to head. So the, the big boy from the Wisconsin big boy restaurant in Germantown versus the classic big boy from Aria, just to see how they measured up. And I got to tell you, 
Um, the Wisconsin big boy is not what it used to be. It just is not the fabulous burger that I remember it being, which is just really disappointing. Uh, and Aria, it's interesting. That doesn't really remind me of the old burger. It's a good burger. It's, it's definitely a good burger, but it doesn't remind me of the old Big Boy Burger. No, it doesn't remind you of your childhood, basically. No, no. But they're trying to do things a little bit differently. So, but it's interesting. Take a look at this. You know, I'm, I'm encouraging our listeners to take a look at this story when it comes out on our website, just to learn a little bit more about what my impressions were of these two burgers. Cool. And that's in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine, which is on newsstands now. And it'll be on the yep. website soon. Soon, yeah. Coming up on this bite, we continue our conversation with uh, some other stories in the new issue of, of the Milwaukee Magazine. That's coming up on this bite. We'll be right back. It's the most charitable time of year, and we have a way for you to give a gift to Radio Milwaukee and yourself. Donate your unwanted car, truck, motorcycle, or boat, and let us take it off your hands. Your gift will support the music and stories you enjoy every day, and it may even qualify you for a tax deduction. Visit RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars to schedule your free donation pickup today. We're back. This bites and Christensen and me, DJ Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect here. Uh, we're going to continue our conversation with uh, some more uh, stuff that's from the new issue of uh, Milwaukee Magazine, including their, uh, I guess, is it, you call it a cocktail of the month? Is that what you're calling it? Well, we actually call it drink of the month. Drink of the month. Because that way it isn't, if we don't do a cocktail, it could be any sort of drink. Any, any kind of, a milkshake, for example. Right? Could, could yeah. be, yeah. Cool. I like, I, like, I, like, I like your thinking there. So, so anyway, this is the first time that we've done this drink of the month. You know we've done dish of the month. That's something that I do periodically. But this one, um, it was interesting. I found this cocktail at Third Coast Provisions. They do really, really great cocktails there. And their, um, their cocktail mixologist creator guy is Ty McNulty. He came up with this, this cocktail that he calls the Catacomb Canary. And it's inspired by two things. One is the classic tiki drink, the Jungle Bird. And the other is a short story by Edgar Allan Poe, interestingly enough, hmm. which is, um, yeah. The, so um, what this drink has is, um, well, it, it, it differs from the Jungle Bird in that it doesn't have rum, it doesn't have brown sugar and it doesn't have cloves. Those are some of the things that you might consider as being really common tiki ingredients. Mm -hmm. But this one takes Amontillado sherry, which, um, and this is the, the Edgar Allan Poe connection. It was in that short story that um, this Edgar Allan Poe murderer lures his prey to a damp vault with a cask of Amontillado. So it's very very like macabre. So it takes this sherry and it combines it with a miso simple syrup, spicy apologue persimmon liqueur, mm. lemon juice, and a fruity pineapple amaro that's made by a company called Heirloom Liqueurs, which is an offshoot of Milwaukee's Bitter Cube. So these things, putting them all together 
creates this really wonderful, smooth, um, beautifully intriguing blend of flavors, Tariq, that I think you would find really satisfying, especially you loving tiki drinks. Um, It's just a really unusual take on a tiki drink. It just is a little more out of the box. So I thought this would be a great way to kick off drink of the month. Yeah, that's that sounds really tasty. Um, we got yeah. some information about more drinks, but more on the side of without the alcohol. But we get we get to that later. But uh, speaking of of foundation, like in tiki places, um, they do. Uh, I think Wednesdays or something like they they've been doing. They normally do a hot butter chocolate when it's cold, but they've been doing hot butter rum when it's cold. But mm-hmm. they started doing this Mexican hot chocolate and rum. Oh my god, it's like Amazing. rich and just. I have drank three back to back. Wow. Uh, so they're not too boozy then, I guess. I don't feel boozy, no. Um, plus, I, 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 you know, I walk, so I'm not really stressing over right. doing something stupid. But right. no, I was. I don't think I was drinking it for the rum. It was just so rich and chocolatey. It was just so good, mm. you know. Like if, I, if there was no rum, I still probably drink three of them. So, um, but yeah, they, they have this Mexican hot chocolate rum that's just delightful. By the way. Especially when it's that cold, like uh, like now, um, yeah. And then finally, and an uh, issue you, we briefly talked about this, but you actually went to this place called Paradise Roastery. For those yeah. who don't remember when we talked about this place, what's this place all about? Uh, it's the well, it's the state's only Middle Eastern roaster. Um, it specializes in coffees, um, so roasted coffee beans, roasted nuts. Which are, which are all roasted on site right there. And they also have all these really great confections, candies from the Middle East. And um, it's such a delightful little place. It's on 8th and Layton. So it's near the airport. Um, I went in there. The owner um, is just amazing. He's the one that does all the roasting. He just is just has such a great bedside manner comes in, offers you some Turkish coffee. Um, and, you know, while you browse around, it's a very small store with a big U-shaped counter. Mm-hmm. So many wonderful, the nuts are amazing the way he roasts them. They're just, I don't even know how to, you know, they're just so, I mean, like, you know, sometimes I buy roasted nuts and I'm like, uh, I don't know, like this tastes bitter or it's kind of burnt tasting or it's just, you know, it's an art to roast nuts. There is an art form to it. And this guy has really nailed it. Um, and I just, I loved all the, the, the selection of candies. Um, I bought some Zatar when I was there. He wrote, he makes Zatar blends there too. Nice. Um, he's got so many things in there. And I was just like, this place is a little gold mine. It's just so, it's so different from any other little specialty shop I've ever been in. So I would say get down there because they just, he just has really amazing stuff. Cool. Where is it located again? So it's, it's 814 West Layton Avenue. Okay. So, um, so it's not far from, from the airport. Yeah. South side. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, next, um, Going back into drinks, this time non-alcoholic, as a lot of people do. They celebrate dry January. Mm-hmm. And over on Milwaukee Records, they reported that Great Lakes Distillery has created a new line of uh, non-alcohol, non-alcoholic botanical spirits. I've been seeing a lot in my Facebook feed promoted posts that people are doing this kind of stuff. Like there's non-alcoholic wines 
and gins and rums and whiskeys. And I haven't tried them. Kind of curious of yeah. Does it give you the burn? Does it not give you the burn? Like I don't know. I'm kind of curious about this. Some people like the burn of the alcohol. <laughs> I don't. But um, but their botanical spirits. The release of juniper or junipery. I'm not sure how we pronounce that, but it's a their flagship beverage of this line. Uh, sort of, it looks like it's kind of taken from, uh, inspired by gin. So it's like, it looks like it probably is a non-alcoholic gin. Mm-hmm. Um, juniper, ginseng, orange zest, cardamom, chili peppers, and coriander, which is definitely gin. Uh, mm-hmm. Apparently there's no calories and no alcohol. I don't know how you have no calories. Like, it's just, I'm kind of curious about that. Like, there's... Yeah. And there's sugars in there at all? No sugars at all? No, is it just... I don't know. I'm curious about the no calorie thing, but so did you mention that the line is called San? San without, which San. is Latin for without. Word. It's the French word for without. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, it's also Latin because I took Latin. It's also Latin. Okay, got it. Because France, French came from Latin. Roman. Latin. Roman. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Um. Yeah. So they will. You will get the chance to. It's available at their tasting room in Walker's Point. It will have a public debut tomorrow. At the Cooperage for the non not was it Dry January Beverage Festival or non alcohol day Dry January Beverage Festival, which they will uh, debut uh, samples of this new line from Great Lakes Distillery. So if you're if you don't drink or you're celebrating Dry January, um, looks like a great option right here to make some really cool cocktails and get the same flavors of the cocktails without you know the side effects. Yeah. You know, which, and I know a lot of people don't drink, but you know, they want to, they do like the taste, but they don't want the, you know, the deal with the <laughs> after effects. Right. The aftermath. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I really want to try it. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm yeah. very, very curious about that. Like, I see it. I'm just curious how this tough taste and like my friend Emilio was explaining how they do it, which is very fascinating. The, the science behind it is really interesting. I can't remember exactly, but he kind of explained it to me. It was like, oh, so it's, it starts off alcohol, but somehow they get rid of the, There's a process where they get the alcohol out. Interesting. So, I mean, what would you, how would you make an, a non-alcoholic cocktail with this, do you think? Tonic, lime. Tonic, yeah. Yeah, just like mm-hmm. a, be a refreshing, you know, tonic. Probably really refreshing, like in the summer. That'd be uh-huh. really great. I could see this would be great. Like you want to have the, the, the gin flavor. Like people love gin because of the junipers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you can drink this in the summer and not feel like <laughs> you're dehydrated and, and and might text somebody you don't want to, you might regret texting. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I could see having fun with this, this and like, and just enjoying it, you know, and get the, cause I do like the flavor of gin. I, I love the flavor of gin, but sometimes uh, I don't like hair on my chest. I got enough hair on my chest. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> anyway, I'm not saying I got a lot of hair. I'm just, it's a joke. Yeah, right. Well, see, you I should can, have some. I can see people imagining what I look like now. So they're like, Well, I, I, it kind of brought up some kind of, yeah, I started. Well, anyway, never mind. They used to call me Baby Yeti. Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> um, no, they did not. No, take that back. Uh, sidetracking here. Yeah. Uh, let's. I have no transition for maybe, this. Maybe, maybe Kenny should take that out. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe Keep not. He probably won't. <laughs> uh, over on Shepard Express, they mentioned there's a new food truck inspired by Colombian c- 
cuisine hidden in Milwaukee streets. Don't know exactly, but it's on Shepherd Express. We'll post links there. It's called Los Paseros. Uh, as the name suck of this new truck. Um, it's um, all inspired by like the, the love of, of this Colombian food and traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the kind of the stuff you respect they'll be serving is uh, they will be doing hot dogs, which is interesting. I, and um, what else are doing? I just saw it. Empanadas. So they're doing hot dogs, empanadas, but they're also going to do a thing you, thing you love. Sorry, a rapa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And their rapas uh, will be like seasoned beef and chicken. Uh, it's a mix, mixta, I guess they call it, mixing two meats. Mm-hmm. And then it's garnished with a salsa rosado, which is a red sauce, cabbage, huevo, uh, cordon- cabbage, <laughs> and a hard-boiled quail egg. <laughs> uh, and they kind of, the article says it's not spicy. Colombian cuisine is not spicy, even though most the stereotypical, like, oh, it's, it's all the spicy. No, it's not spicy. Um, don't know when they're starting or where they'll be located, but uh, the, 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 we have a link over to Shepherd Express about this spot. Again, it's called Los Paseros. Um, looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I love arepas. Uh, next, for all my plant-based curious and plant-based lovers out there, uh, there's a new plant-based eatery and bar called Nice Times in the former location of Snack Boys and Hotel Farsha Space located at 2028. East North Avenue. It's a fast, casual concept menu according to Milwaukee record. And it will have plenty of non-alcoholic options as well. There's a trend here. You see the trend? Yeah, I think, yeah, there is a trend here. Yeah. They had a soft opening uh, late last year and they're officially open. Uh, some items in the menu uh, include an item called Thundercat which is a Tempest sausage, kimchi scramble, sweet, spicy jam, avo pump. I don't know what avo pump is. Some that's some kind of avocado pump puree, I'm guessing. Poppy seed bun. The power couple, which, you know, I think they named it after us, Anne. Um, <laughs> it's fried tofu, coconut kidney beans, hot. <laughs> I could say it, I guess. It's fine. Oh, my God. Hot ass mango. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna say it, all right. Yeah, these kids, man. Uh, Hot ass mango and sesame bun. <laughs> Clown car. They got a ginger barbecue carrot collards with a kick. I'm sorry, I'm surprised it's not hot ass collards. <laughs> Slaw, and also sesame bun. That's just some of the items available. Uh, again, they're open now. Um, I just want to share. I, 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 I said I would not admit this. Yeah. In public. So. You know, uh, I was like, I was trying to figure out, like, I'm not good at my diet. Like, I work a lot. I don't eat properly. Um, I want to eat more vegetables. It's been really hard. I came across this new startup called Kitchenful, right? Um, and they do they, they they do meal planning and all that kind of stuff. A lot a lot of stuff, but they don't. They're not like uh, someone please like, ship all the stuff to you. They connect to your favorite grocery store, and you get shopping items. You can pick. They can deliver it to you. But I, I filled out their survey. It was like a, you know, it was like it took about ten minutes to do a survey. They, they create a customized meal plan for me, and I get these delivered each week. And I pick what items I want, and it provides a shopping list for me. And I say, I already have this. I already have this. I don't need this. And I hmm. send an order, and they order it, and I get the food. So I got. I know people gonna be like, "What? I got a, <laughs> I got a, I got a vegetarian uh, ramen recipe. I'm gonna make today." Hmm. Yeah, and 
<laughs> I can't believe I'm about to say this. Uh, it's called, it's uh, a, uh, hold on. I can get it out. Uh, toast recipe. Uh, what's, the, what's the toast people love? I can't. Avocado toast. Uh, 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 yeah. That. Uh, so I got a recipe for Korean avocado toast. So I'm going to make that. Okay. And no one can like call me out because I make fun of people who eat avocado toast. They know. And now I'm about to do an, a Korean style avocado toast. All right. Uh, well, somebody's got to do it. Might as well be you. I always always make fun of avocado toast, and now I'm making one. Anyway, <laughs> but yeah, no. But honestly, and all and all, seriously, um, I I want to just try to get more. I'm hoping this like helps me learn to shop better, in a sense. Yeah. Ideally, yeah. like if you do this over time, you figure out what you're getting, right? And then I don't need them no more. Right. Then it's like, right. oh, we got the spinach, you got this, you got this, we're gonna do this. Cool. You know. So yeah. Um, we'll see how it goes. I made one dish already. It was a spicy Mexican bean stew with shrimp. Turned out pretty good. Hmm. Interesting. It's pretty okay. simple. And it asks you how much time you have to cook. So you put the time. They only provide recipes within that time limit, too, as well. So it's very, very good survey, great personality, and it's very affordable, you know. So um, it's called Kitchen Full. Like Kitchen, kitchen and Full. Yeah, F-U-L. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. All right. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited by Kenny Perez with support from Society Insurance and your membership. Subscribe to this podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash This Bites. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, NPR, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, and stay hungry. And keep the malort cold. Have a good weekend, Ann. You too.